Welcome to the Way of the Bible podcast, inspiring and empowering Christians of all measures of faith to simply believe God and follow Jesus. Join in with our host, Bible teacher and guide, Dr. Philip Zimmerman, as he explores the paths through Scripture that lead to life in the will of God. Being joyful always, praying continually, and being thankful in all circumstances, simply by believing God and following Jesus. And now, Dr. Z. Welcome again. This is Dr. Philip Zimmerman, Dr. Z. And you've joined me for episode number 080.01 of Way of the Bible podcast. So glad to have you with me today. This is our first of three short episodes in a special Christmas 2022 miniseries entitled Jesus Prophesied, Arrived, and Returning. On this episode, we're going to take a brief look at a couple of key prophecies concerning the coming of a promised Savior. We are all preparing to celebrate an event of such significance that the world calendar was changed to reflect the beginning of a new history of mankind. In real-time podcast sequence, this Christmas 2022 miniseries is being presented after the completion of our 10th Bible Overview miniseries. In miniseries 3 through 10, we've overviewed the Bible from Genesis through 2 Corinthians. We overviewed the books of Romans and 1 and 2 Corinthians in our just completed 10th miniseries. The Apostle Paul was beginning to reveal mysteries hidden in God since before the creation of the world. And Paul will continue to reveal these mysteries in subsequent books we'll be overviewing on future miniseries. Of these mysteries, Paul writes in Ephesians 3, verses 4 to 5, When you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. What Paul is saying is that no man in the history of mankind knew what these mysteries were, and he's naming one of them this mystery of Christ, and there are several mysteries that Paul goes through in his writings. The reason to make note of this is the significance of the mystery of Christ. Israel was chosen by God to be his witness in the world and to draw people from all nations back to himself. God said to Moses in Exodus 19:5-6, Now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant— You shall be my treasure possession among all peoples, for all the earth is mine. And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. So that's what Israel was expecting of itself, that God was going to make them a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Well, we know the end of that story as we've gone through these miniseries is that they were unable to accomplish that. And in fact, they were the northern kingdom was dispersed by Assyria. And then, of course, the Babylonians captured those that were in Judah, held them in captivity for 70 years and then returned them to the land. But ever since then, they have been under Gentile rule. They have not been their own nation. The prophecies to Israel we'll be looking at today regard one coming into the world who would be a descendant of Abraham and in the kingly line of David. This coming one was going to establish an eternal kingdom and rule the world in righteousness, but was not revealed on earth to mankind and in the heavens to the heavenly hosts were these mysteries, and that this one coming was going to create a new man, born in the Spirit and made one with God in Christ. That was not known in the, in the Old Testament prophecies or by the heavenly hosts. When Jesus was born, the hope of some in Israel was renewed as they thought that Jesus was the one coming. When Jesus didn't deliver what they thought was coming and instead was killed on a Roman cross, their hopes were temporarily dashed. 
But three days later, when he rose from the dead, everything changed and the mysteries began to be revealed. While mankind continues to struggle with a real human Jesus and a resurrected Christ, the angels in heaven are looking intently into what is happening as God unfolds these mysteries before their very eyes. Of course, we'll be getting into more of this on future miniseries. But for now, what was Israel looking forward to with hope? And of course, everything begins at the beginning, in the creation narrative. After Adam's disobedience of a command of God and sin entered the world and death through sin, God made mankind aware that there was one coming who would deal with the serpent that deceived Eve. They learned this from a rebuke God gave to the serpent in Genesis 3.15. Says, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Boy, and then you're off. Now, from Genesis 4 to 11, God gives humankind three tries to be in relationship with him and act in accordance with his will. And each time, mankind rejected God and sought their own pleasures and desires. Of course, that would be with uh, Cain, and, Cain and Abel. God had a conversation with Cain. That happened with Noah in the flood when the wickedness of mankind had become so great that God's heart was grieved that he ever made mankind, and he sent a global flood. And the third time was the Tower of Babel incident. Now, after the Tower of Babel incident, God divided the languages of mankind and set them apart in separate nations and disinherited them. They were separated from God, but he was not finished with drawing the people and the nations back to himself. Beginning in Genesis chapter 12, God calls Abraham, who was an idol-worshiping pagan, to leave his people and his family and go to a land that God would show him. In Genesis chapters 12, 15, 17, and 22, God makes known the conditions and provisions of a covenant he was making with Abraham. Most significantly, God tells Abraham there is a very special one who will be in his lineage. Genesis twenty-two eighteen, And in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. In that particular verse, the word offspring is grammatically singular in person. So now we know that this means God will bless the nations through the one coming from Abraham, a single seed, a person is coming from Abraham, through whom all nations will be blessed. Fast forward through the scriptures to 2 Samuel, God makes a covenant with King David through the prophet Nathan. 2 Samuel 12, 12 to 13, God speaks through Nathan saying, when your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you who shall come from your body and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Now we know that God is going to establish through the one coming from David a kingdom that will have no end. Fast forward to the book of Isaiah, and Isaiah has much to say of this coming one, and I'll mention only a few here. Isaiah 9, 6-7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. So again, Israel was expecting there's one coming who's going to establish this kingdom on earth that was going to last forever. 
Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 to 5. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide disputes by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. And with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist and faithfulness the belt of his loins. Fast forward to Isaiah chapter 40 verses 3 to 5. A voice cries, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So, of course, that's speaking of John the Baptist preparing the way for the Lord, because he is was coming. Isaiah chapter 42, verses 1 to 9. Behold my servant whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will come forth to the nations. He will not cry aloud or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a faintly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth. In the coastlands, wait for his law. Thus says God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon. From the prison, those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name, my glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Isaiah 52, verses 13 to 15. Behold, my servant shall act wisely. He shall be high and lifted up, and shall be exalted. As many were astonished at you, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance and his form beyond that of the children of mankind. So shall he sprinkle many nations. Kings shall shut their mouths because of him. For that which has not been told them, they see. And that which they have not heard, they understand. Now, of course, as Isaiah chapter 53 uh, opens and then continues to the end, it really graphically represents not only the crucifixion of Christ, but that Christ took away our sin. And you'll probably hear that reading either this Christmas season or probably most certainly during the Easter season, because it refers to Christ's crucifixion. And finally, in the book of Micah, God gives the location where this coming one will be born. It comes out of Micah chapter 5, verse 2. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathath, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, From you shall come forth for me, one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from old, from ancient days. 
And that, of course, concludes our readings. As you consider this season and the reason for the season, remember that Jesus was foretold before he arrived. And in the same way that New Testament writers foretell of the return of Jesus in the days ahead to complete what he started. I hope you enjoyed this very short episode on Jesus Prophesied. And on our next episode, we'll do Jesus Arrived. Until then, thank you for listening. Subscribe, follow, rate, and review the show. Show notes and other resources are found on my website, waythebible.com. Join me on the path. Write me a note. I'd love to hear from you. My email address is Dr. Z. that's D-R-Z, at waythebible.com. And let me end this episode as I end all my episodes by saying, simply believe God and follow Jesus. Live as a child of light, overflowing with living water and the will of God. Joyful always, praying continually, and thankful in all circumstances. Be blessed, my brothers and sisters. We hope this episode of Way of the Bible has you feeling inspired and empowered to simply believe God and follow Jesus. Remember to search the scriptures to confirm what you've heard today. And join us next episode as we continue to discover together the treasures of wisdom and knowledge hidden in Christ and be transformed daily by the renewing of your mind. Knowing God's will for you is a life filled with joy, prayer, and thanksgiving. Be blessed.